0: Hello and welcome to Creative Psychopaths, a horror movie podcast. This is a bonus episode for Halloween Kills. Um, You don't need to know anything more than that going into it. Just make sure you follow all our social medias and join the Facebook group and what have you. But I won't waste your time with, with a long intro on this one. Just off you go. Go get it now! and welcome to creative psychopaths a horror movie podcast um a weekly horror movie podcast but this is a bonus episode not boners bonus even though i think i did say bonus but it, and it, of course it's me as usual mark and matthew as usual so uh, good afternoon Good
1: afternoon i was almost going to say good morning then but well i depending on when you listen to it it could be could be afternoon what's what is it look I mean, it's quarter past nine in the evening here, so... <laughs> what is it that Truman so says? Know, it's about as close away. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning, good afternoon. If I don't see you, good evening uh, or something like that. Yeah. I need to watch that movie. It's a good movie, that. Could easily be
0: somebody's um, name, a non-horror movie, you could turn into a horror movie, I reckon. Easily.
1: Well, there it has... I don't want to say too much, but let's just say that it's a striking similarity to a film that is in cinemas at the minute. Oh, really? It is tinged with it, but not really. Oh,
0: that's exciting. Um, right, so anyway, sorry, everyone. We, we went off on a tangent straight away there. So this is the bonus episode for Halloween Ends, but you know that because you probably clicked on it. Um, so we're going to talk about, obviously, this final film in these in this recent trilogy of Halloween films, um, we're pretty much going to go spoilery straight away, but uh, well, yeah, so Halloween ends, directed by David Gordon Green, who, from what I can tell, has directed all of these so far, which is nice. I tried to get a sort of budget in for this, but the, all I could find was it was it was between 20 and 30 million dollars, which is a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh that's a large gap yeah. isn't it so we like? will say 25 million um i think it's
1: already made well over that in budget though hasn't from it? from
0: what i can tell it's had 40 million domestically which is obviously us and 57 million worldwide so it's been very popular in the us
1: and That that's against being released uh in on peacock at the same time yeah as well, so that's- yeah that's impressive. I think,
0: um, oh, people like this sort of thing though, don't they? It's around Halloween time. They want to go see the, so I think people probably do want to go to the cinema for it. Um,
1: yeah. And, and say, certainly us here, we enjoy going to a cinema and horror movies are just so much more fun when they're a collective experience. They are.
0: They, they are. Although when we went, we went on opening night, there was about six of us in the cinema. It was in the biggest screen they've got. And, uh,
1: <laughs> it was a surprise no, uh, so ours is ours is a really small one uh, it was in the big room but I would probably said there's about two dozen which is huge numbers for that cinema <laughs> I mean new releases in the, the small theatre tends to get like four people in so <laughs> it was the only time I've ever seen a cinema like actually full was for uh, Elvis this year which was amazing because it had been out for weeks but uh yeah, so it was all sort of 56-year-olds. So they, they really kept that one going. And uh, the other one was Top Gun. Ooh, Maverick. I'm yet to see it. Yeah.
0: I wait- Loved it. I it's didn't great. get to see it at the cinema, and I just feel like I'm not going to get the experience on the TV. Um, yeah, That's frustrating. Anyway. Maybe <laughs> not. Uh, I'd give it a go, though, still. Right. Fair enough. So, yeah, it is doing well. It's doing surprisingly well. Yeah. Um, against the reviews really which have been generally low um it's about 39 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and I got a 45% Metacritic I couldn't find the letterbox
1: maybe it's too early for that or uh well I've I've got letterbox stuff it's a 2.3 which is pretty low uh looking at the the bell curve that they put up it's it's spread out quite a lot I would say so I think it's it's pretty divisive. It's got a, a lot of people saying it's awful and quite a lot saying it's good. So,
0: well, I'm well, this is not normally the way around we do things, but I'm going to go in early and say, I actually really liked it. Um, it's got some glaring plot holes, um, but overall I sort of enjoyed that it was something a bit different. Um, I think Stephen King said on, on a tweet, it's surprisingly character-driven, <laughs> which...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd go yeah. along with that. Uh, for me, I would say that I feel about it uh, similar to Halloween Kills, but more positive.
0: So you don't particularly like it, but...
1: I think my problem with that it has... Uh, is that it does like they do try to say stuff in these films. You know, they've had a go at being slashers first and foremost, but also to try and be a little bit, you know, a little bit more on top of that. You know, there was all the stuff in Halloween kills about all the mob justice uh, and which was the best part of the film by, by a mile. Uh, And then this one, there was the whole sort of idea of copycat killers and, uh, the way that society deals with people that are involved in tragedy, but not necessarily mm. uh, desiring it, but are responsible for it. And like it's interesting of that, uh, but they, they didn't put that as the focus of the film and it sort of just fell into bad Halloween at, at the same time. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I can understand where, where you're coming from. Um, I think I just, well, like I say, I just thought it was nice that it was something different for me. It wasn't like the traditional sort of Halloween movie. It had a bit more meat to it, or at least for me. And it had me going a lot more, a lot more during the film. I was turning to my sister and quite often going, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. that about it. Um so, I have written down some cast members. So, we've got um, Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode, of course, returning. Um, Andy, I think it's Mate Jack as Allison, which is the granddaughter. Rohan Campbell as Corey. We've got Will Patton coming back as Deputy Frank Hawkins. Although, is he the Deputy in this? I don't know. Um, James Jude Courtney as the Shape slash Michael Myers. And what I thought was interesting is that they also brought back Nick Castle, who was the original Michael Myers, um, and he did all the breathing and stuff, um, okay. okay. I don't know whether they needed to do that. And apparently at one point, he's a guest star, and there's a party, isn't there, really, within the movie, and apparently he's at the party.
1: Um, uh, he's listed on the cast list as Flash
0: oh, Up. Oh, there you go then. Oh, yes. Yeah, there is a flasher in it, yes. Um, I remember that now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a little bit of, I guess, plot going into this is um, it starts in 2019, which is a year after Halloween Kills, really. And Michael Myers has disappeared. Um, and we focus on Corey, who has a bit of a incident babysitting well, like I said, it was spoilers ahead. He sort of acc- He accidentally kills the kid who, yeah, I wasn't really bothered that he died. He, he was asking prick, for it. Yeah. Um, but he, um, it's pretty gory. <laughs> it, it, it was a shocking moment. I wasn't expecting them to kill a child early doors. Um, doesn't pull the punches, no, does it? On that. No, no and it's that sort of it it's that sort of event that you know you were talking about that's sort of really the basis around the movie because we get 3 years later and he's been treated you know despite the fact that he got off completely because it was just an accident and we saw that in the we saw that in the opening scene it was just a stupid accident um and obviously you know all his Cause we found out that he was going to be an engineer or at least try to be. And, you know, obviously all his um, prospects have gone away and he's just working at a, like a
1: scrappy in it, like a scrapyard. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah. It's that, that's, that's what I, I enjoyed about the film in that you know, the, the, this character who's, I don't want to say responsible, but, notionally responsible for this yeah, tragedy yeah. you know and, and the way that societies quite often don't tend to understand people like this or want to apportion blame where sometimes there isn't any and you know we, we, we pillory people like that and you know that's seeing where these people turn out is you know it's an interesting thing for them to do mm. uh, what I would say is, it I don't know it, it probably didn't. This aspect of, of Corey's character development didn't really fit in with a slasher movie. I would say, the next bit certainly does. Right, uh, and I'd, I'd love to see, you know, that what we're going to get to. Um, that was the the best part of it. This was interesting, but didn't really quite fit. Yeah, yeah,
0: because he. I mean, you 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 don't have to worry about. I haven't I haven't written the plot down in any linear way. or Just things that I wanted to pick up on, so you can go wherever you want
1: with this. Um, yeah. So basically, Corey is he's the main antagonist of the film, isn't he? Which is shocking in a Halloween <laughs> film with Michael yeah. Myers and, and and yeah, he basically ends up becoming a copycat killer. Uh, and this is this is great. I mean, I'm sure it, it's been covered in horror films before. Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of any. And, you know, it, we're overdue something like this, especially in this modern era where people are so true crime obsessed. Yeah. You know, and, and, and people are getting Jeffrey Dahmer tattoos and saying that they'd want to bang him. You know, and it's, it it's, seems to be like a pertinent question. And when they, they showed this guy, descend into copycat killings. I thought it was great, you know, and I didn't really care that Michael Myers wasn't about at this bit.
0: No, I agree. I agree. I, a lot of the negatives that I've read about it are that people, you know, were annoyed that they weren't getting enough Michael Myers, but I sort of enjoyed Corey's descent into becoming a Michael Myers copycat and you know, th- there are bits in it like the, the, where I think they sort of like plot hole-ish where, because Corey does at one point meet Michael Myers and that sort of starts his descent, doesn't it? Um,
1: yeah. There seemed to be like a weird sort of mystical yeah. connection between the two, wasn't there? Which I'm, I'm not sure I don't about. think
0: that's what they were going for. <laughs> uh, like, I don't, Think they were trying to suggest that there was something mystical in it. I think that because there's talk of you know the eyes of evil sort of thing, and I get the feeling that in that moment Michael saw himself reflected in in Corey. But because they do sort of weird clip to looking like Michael seeing into Corey's brain, it, it, it this is one of the moments where I'm going, "What the hell's going on here?" Why is he now magic?
1: <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they, they they basically all the other characters that were, you know, cottoning on to Corey being off. Were all just like yeah, but his eyes weren't they as well? Yeah. So it was something which it didn't, it just didn't really make a great deal of sense how all these people could just tell by looking at him. But that thought it was they just needed they needed to twig somehow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Because in this movie, Corey and Alison get together. Alison is um, Laurie's granddaughter, going back to that. And the suggestion is that Alison is also the same way out because she herself has gone through a lot of tra- tragedy. I mean, based on Halloween kills, the, her boyfriend is killed right in front of her and
1: her mum's killed. and you know. Yeah, the, the two people that, understand each other through the medium of tragedy. Yeah,
0: yeah. And for her, she's also living with Laurie who is putting out that she seems to be getting better, but she clearly is still very much obsessed. Um, It's there's also uh, later on where Corey does some murdering and then He's sort of tag teaming with Michael, which was also, um,
1: strange. Um, yeah, there was a bit where it f- seemed like he was going to start feeding people to Michael. Yeah, wasn't yeah that's right. Yeah. Uh, where he got the, the, the cop that was trying it on with Alison and he, he just basically sent him down there for, for Michael to get him.
0: Yeah. And then, and then later mm. on they do a sort of tag team, a, a doctor and, and what have you, um,
1: yes yeah they do that yeah. was a funny
0: scene because um this recept now they sort of charge nurse is sleeping with the doctor but the whole time she calls she continues to call him doctor whatever his name is dr mathis i think maybe it is or something like that
1: yeah i i literally turned to the other half while we were watching it and said that she has to start referring to me as my <laughs> title now i mean it's just mr Podcast law says doctor, but we're just playing yeah, a part
0: here. Right? Yeah. So from now on, I wish to be called mister. <laughs> it was very odd, uh, very odd situation. Um, but it did, uh, I did pick up on it, oh, and obviously, so did you. Um, yeah, let's see
1: what else sort of happens. Um, so like, he's... well, eventually, uh, what I do want to talk about is the sort of gang of youths that bully yeah. uh, right. Corey, because they are they're in marching band so i'm officially casting them as thieves <laughs> uh, one of the the kids was walking around holding drumsticks which is something i used to do when i was his age and you know we, we hate in others what we see in ourselves <laughs> Uh, and he also he, he had a colour-swapped haircut, which was the same as Yolandi Visser from De So getting to see those dweebs get taken out was primo. It was... I mean, really, I should have given the film an extra star just for that. Yeah. Because not only did they get wiped out, it was it was great. It was some top horror movie kills. Yeah, some decent violence in there. Uh, the blowtorch kill, I thought, stood out. Um yeah, that was that was really savage. Yeah. yeah. So so just enough, didn't you? Sort of. Uh, it was in the foreground, out of focus, and you, all you saw was the reaction from uh, the, the girl on the ground, sort of screaming as it happened.
0: Yeah, and the thing the the thing I want to sort of pick up that you said uh, that you enjoyed the fact that, and I enjoyed the fact that he got his revenge on them, but it was like you know, on one hand they're suggesting that he's got this Michael Myers energy but on the other hand he's taking revenge on people who have pissed him off so, which is different to the Michael Myers sort of um, statement which is to just kill anybody you see Um, because he does then go on to kill a DJ who was bad-mouthing him or bad-mouthing someone or other and
1: in another great kill as Amazing well because kill. that that the tongue on the record was so gross. so
0: gross and he beats the shit out of him um <laughs> yeah so let's see what else so we don't really get michael myers properly until the back end of the movie um
1: what? no which again i think is something that i did take a bit of issue with because you know they'd, they'd done all this stuff to set up a different film and and it, I was I was enjoying the ride, and then at the end of it, they just kind of went, "Oh yeah." And then Michael has to come to save the day for the for the people that are going to complain about it. And it's like, yeah, so it was definite. F- did did we need yeah, it? Yeah, it was
0: fan service, isn't it? That we didn't need. Um, yeah. The thing is, though, what I will say is, you know, they ended. They did. They ended this particular version of Halloween. You know. Ultimately, Laurie and Michael fight. Laurie gets the best of him. And then they fucking really make sure he's dead this time.
1: Yeah. Did you think that he went out like a bit of a chump after everything that he went through in the last one? He yeah. he was polished off very easily. Here, wasn't yeah.
0: Him? That was another bit that I found plot holy is that in the last movie, right at the back end, they suggest that because he's pure evil, he he's like this ultimate force. And yet in this one, he seems to very much embrace the old man that he actually is. So that was a bit of a strange one that.
1: Um... Yeah. I mean, head canony. I, I did kind of think that he was living in this, this sewer and he, he was kind of weakened and, uh, the events of the, the last films had taken the toll on him and he, you know, he wasn't eating probably because he's in a sewer and I think the lifestyle had been sort of getting to him and that's why he mm. was weaker. Uh, it would have been nice for something like that to be made clear because it does go against what the last film was, which was just, yeah, stab him with a pitchfork, beat him senseless with like two dozen baseball bats and yeah, it'll be fine. And then this one, it's just... One woman and a knife, and she takes him out.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I think, like you say, headcanon wise, I was with you. I thought that even though, even though what they showed us was this invincible thing, I think actually a lot of that did take its toll on this this old man, basically. Um, yeah. What I did What did frustrate me is that Corey dies at his own hands, which was, which is what it is. It was part of the part of the plot, but. I would have preferred to have had Corey not be um, found out for having done the murders. I think and and carried on through because I actually thought he was all right. I thought it was pretty great, um, and I would have happily seen seen him do another movie. Um, actually, I would have happily seen him and Allison do a sort of um,
1: serial killer team up. Like a, a natural born killer style yeah. spin, take
0: off. it somewhere else, but um, yeah, but anyway, so yeah, she does kill Michael Myers and then this put him in a fucking industrial grinder, don't they? Yeah, uh, this is.
1: The thing that they dump him in, that's what I was trying to describe the Corridor and Event Horizon as, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is what came to my head when I saw them uh, dump sure. him in it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's, it. that's what I meant to. What are those things called? Yeah, well, is it an industrial grinder? I think it is. I yeah, yeah, some, yeah, something like that. I mean, that would be a perfectly reasonable name yeah. for it. So, yeah, they do. But, yeah, it mushes him up yeah. good, doesn't it?
0: And I think the only sort of hint that you might get a sequel is that Laurie, for some reason, kept his mask um cuz we see it on her table at the end so yeah I, mean, I like i say i i enjoyed it i liked the kills i quite enjoyed that it was something different i just came away from it pleased you know like what i have noticed though is that um it's really started bringing out some horror fans that I didn't think existed because I, as a general rule, say the horror community is pretty good. They're not like Star Wars fans or, you know, some of those worst fans. But this particular one seems to have really brought out some some of those like real gatekeeper sort of people who, you know, I don't know what it is that they want. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I can... I wouldn't be... Like shocked to find that people didn't like this film, uh, and I, I wouldn't really be shocked to see people say that they love it either. You know, I, I, it's di- uh, it's divisive by design, really. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think you. I think you're probably right. Yeah. I just.
1: Uh, but there's a there's a way to do it, isn't there?
0: Yeah, I just have never. To me, there's so much about it to be to to like, and even by the sounds of it, even the if we went by our rating systems, you'd probably give it a new. It's spooky by the sounds of it. Um, yeah, I would. And, yeah, and I think I probably would just air on creative psychopath just because I enjoyed it. Um, I understand there's a lot of bad stuff going on, but I didn't think there was anything about it hateable, which is what. Um, has surprised me by so many people, but I think that, that everyone wanted Michael Myers on a killing spree again, but we've seen that. Um, and, I, and what I hear is, or I read is people saying, Oh, it's ruined the franchise. And it's like, I'm sorry, but Rob Zombie didn't ruin the franchise. Halloween Resurrection
1: season of the witch didn't ruin the franchise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Halloween resurrection didn't ruin the franchise. And that's got Buster Rhymes in it. Fighting Michael Myers with a, with karate or whatever. You know, that's an awful film. So I don't, you know, it hasn't ruined the franchise. This, this
1: idea of... Never will. Yeah. This idea of ruining franchises is just, it's... Like, even if you hated every film since Halloween yeah. that's that film's still there. You know, you can enjoy that yeah. film. Like, you don't have to like any of the others. You don't have to say you're a fan of the franchise. Just... Just like what you like and don't like what you don't like. It's yeah, that that's very true. Just don't be mean to people and don't be grumpy online about yeah, unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, everybody is though, aren't they? Um, well, yeah, I say, I say that we are not, but then here we are moaning on a podcast. So maybe we are I'm no moaning day. about people moaning, so
0: I don't mind. That's
1: all right. <laughs> yeah, we're we about toxicity. <laughs> yeah, which I think
0: allowed. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's it. I think we did it. I think we've achieved a a bonus episode there. So um...
1: I think the only other thing I'd just like to very quickly say, which I thought was just a really nice touch that deserved mention, is that this trilogy, uh, the credits, uh, the text and the, the design of them has matched the original three Halloween films as well. I thought it was a very nice touch.
0: Yes. Yes, I thought so. It was very, it was very, in fact, I really liked the opening credits. Uh, the opening. Credits. Yeah, I think they were.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, I just want to say the whole franchise. So the, this this later trilogy, I think it's just been made by some people who who care about what they're doing and enjoyed it and wanted to do something interesting with the characters. And all power to yes. them for it. They they didn't hit all the marks, but yes, I don't to say I haven't hated any of them.
0: Now, I'm curious to see what David Gordon Green does with The Exorcist because that's what's next
1: on his. On his list, um yeah, that's one that really didn't need to be touched. But yeah, jury's yeah, out. On
0: well, it. no doubt we'll be back for a bonus episode about that. A um, bo bonus episode. Uh, I'm just saying. I just like saying boner. Um, I don't know why. No, I do. I do know why. I'm childish. <laughs> right. Okay. That's lovely. Uh,
1: well, yeah. Bye, everyone. All right. See you later.